Welcome to the podcast of tomorrow. We are a Futurama podcast, and today we are talking about season two, episode two, Mars University. I am Lindsay Wilson, and I am joined by my co-host, Alex Coons. Alex, how's it going? Hello. All of the Jeremy haters just took a sigh of relief as Lindsay's introduction started the show rather than like, I don't know how much the Jeremy preamble existed in our Jeremy shows, but... <laughs> Not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so... All the Jeremy haters breathe this eye relief. There are no Jeremy haters. Everyone's a fan. That is true. But I'm just trying to be antagonistic towards Jeremy as he's walking around <laughs> in the supermarket. That is only fair. He is quite antagonistic <laughs> of you. So. Yeah, I was thinking, Alex, as I was introducing this, I feel like I was in such a groove with The Simpsons that are now that I like knew exactly how I introduced this. And yeah. I think every time on this one, I'm like, ah, yeah. like as soon as I do the welcome to the podcast before, I'm like, what do I do now? Your mind instantly goes blank. i did the thing and now i don't know what to do but yes it's fine so yeah i feel like we got an email from other alex confirming that he thought we should go with the production order from the dvds and i was like i'm sorry we've already committed to doing (laughs) the hulu disney plus approach and i I think it's fine jeremy said it didn't matter to anyone so literally our only feedback ever and we're just like you know what we're not gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) disregard yes yeah Yeah, that's true. So yeah, so we're calling this one season two, episode two. And I do want to say, Alex, that in two episodes ago now, I guess, you were giving me a hard time for not mentioning (laughs) a Hugh Jackman film. And keen weekly listeners will know we have not covered a Hugh Jackman film. <laughs> we have still not covered a Hugh Jackman film. So, I mean, this is it's more fitting for the following episode, When Aliens Attack, of a piece of media becoming unavailable and all <laughs> copies of it purged from the internet. But yep. you, you truly cannot buy this thing. I've resolved, uh, right now I'm not in New York where my, like, owned laptop that I never use anymore is. I only have my work laptop, and I'm not going to illegally download Paperback Hero on my on my work laptop. So we're going to have to you wait until I get You wouldn't download it illegally anywhere, uh, would you, Yeah, no, of course not. I mean, hypothetically, I would never even think of doing it under any circumstances. However, once I'm back in New York... Who, maybe a copy will just be there. We'll see if we can find one. Sometimes you fall in with the wrong crowd and all of a sudden <laughs> a movie shows up on your computer and you just don't really know where it came from. All of a sudden, Paperback Hero, yeah. Hugh Jackman's greatest movie ever. Uh, Apparently, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah so, uh, so we said we'll do the In Case of Emergency Break Glass and do a Hugh Jackman podcast when when convenient, I guess. Yes. Plus, nobody's, time cl- comes. nobody is clamoring for this anyway. So it's like... <laughs> Except you. You're dying for it. I am dying for it. I am, I am clamoring for it. But yes. But anyway, how's it going? How's your week been? Pretty good. Fourth of July happened. You guys don't mm-hmm. do that. Canada Day happened for you, though. I learned, I learned sure about did. that. What did you do for Canada Day? We had a little picnic outside. Ate okay. some watermelon, corn. Yeah. Know. Yeah, hard to feel super patriotic on the 4th of July. I feel like you have Mm -hmm. an easier time being outwardly patriotic celebrating the yeah we're we're fairly fraught as well it's not <laughs> ideal so yeah. we just had a very low-key let's just eat food outside in the yeah. summertime <laughs> yeah. i continue to watch jeopardy every single day that's something wow. i'm doing that's good Lindsay did my amazing survivor crossword that is like the <laughs> achievement of my life yes i did um, and can confirm it is very well done i was also yeah. very very proud of myself for successfully doing the whole thing and i yeah, think like it a reasonably good time so i was just like here you go like give yeah. me a gold star maybe <laughs> Maybe that's a, a review incentive of we will publish a Simpsons slash Futurama crossword Whoa. upon a number of reviews. All right. Yeah. If people are interested in that, I feel like there must be some nerds among us. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, incredible. Well, so I think, Alex, you had said that your guess for this episode was something to the effect of going to Mars University. And so I'm happy to tell you that you were right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you even said, like, it's probably just exactly Homer goes to college. And I feel like the Bender oh, storyline yeah. is just Homer goes to college. Absolutely, yes. Uh, famously, it's the plot of Animal House, but... Right it's very much Homer goes to college. Yeah. Bunch of nerds. He's got to make them not nerds. Yeah. I would put it in the category of we're just doing, I would put it in the Titanic category of we're doing a mm-hmm. parody of an existing thing, but with robots and space. Yes. <laughs> yes, with a, a mild spin on it to make it the future, but it, this isn't a planet of the week situation. It's, yeah, and uh, it's not like character development either. Yeah, I do want to comment just while there is silence outside my window. I do want to say for the listeners, if they can hear any horrible noises of yard work happening, (laughs) please blame my neighbors. Yeah, (laughs) Lindsay is highly detail oriented when it comes to editing the podcast (laughs) and making sure the audio audio quality is of of highest quality. And I don't like noises. (laughs) She doesn't like noises. But like, I I think the listeners have no idea the the (laughs) anguish that you go through to make it a good experience. And so it's it's true. I, I really very much believe that where I think oftentimes my co-hosts don't even know. So. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, yes. I mean, if you told me to edit one week of the episode of the podcast, it would just, we would not be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So if people are hearing it, I do apologize. Uh, just know that I did something to try to get rid of it, but yeah. Anyway, yes. So I do want to say up front that I looked up Mars University and the first thing that came up on Google is MarsU.space, which takes you (laughs) to this not ideal website that is leading multi-planet education and research. You can explore an eight-week online certificate program in Mars Settlement, participate in an eight-day Mars study program in October... So I can't vouch for the quality of the people behind this, but there is a MarsU.space situation out there, and it is a top hit on Google. (laughs) Yeah, the Mars Foundation. It looks like there's a Zoom meeting that's happening. It's the founding class of MSE. Upcoming events. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I'm looking at international programs. The eight-week online certificate program in Mars Settlement and Exploration about the life and systems in designing, building, and operating a Mars settlement to advance the R&D and develop the mindset to become multiplanetary. Okay, I mean, it's probably a scam, but... You know. a bit word salady. <laughs> yeah, there's there's probably like worse things to like dedicate a Zoom meeting to, like sure. this very podcast. <laughs> one one could argue. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that exists. You can uh, you can attend Mars University. I love their. They have like a crest with some Latin on it. Mm-hmm. I wonder what what that Latin says, but yeah, don't if anyone attends Mar- Mars University based on this recommendation, like please make sure to review us first, and <laughs> <laughs> and also we cannot be held responsible for anything that they learn or any money that they take from you. Yeah, good yeah. find. That's a, a a good deep dive. Yes, I like that it's dot space. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> anyway, yeah. So. I guess we may as well just hop right in. Any more big picture thoughts before we get into it? I don't think I have any. Do you have any big picture thoughts? No, I think that's a, is a good call what you're saying. This is just the same kind of old thing, nerds, fraternity, uh, crusty, old crusty old dean. Old dean. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I really was laughing of like, how, I guess it is 
more Animal House than The Simpsons, but mm-hmm. it's just, you can, it's the same exact thing, which is fine. Yeah, like, I, I like the episode. I didn't think it was a bad episode. I, I think uh, I maybe have some monkey hot takes of, do we need this monkey? Is this the Marcel? <laughs> I don't think that's a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my take as well. But yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get into it before we get any further. Okay. The opening text on this one was transmitido on Marcian or something like that. Yeah, transmitted in Martian it, and Spanish. And Spanish. I didn't know that's what yeah. that meant. All right. And the music is also a little different. I oh. guess it's supposed to be sort of Martian sounding. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. I did not pick up on that at all. A little bit different. Not drastically. But yeah. And what did you have written down for the opening cartoon? I had Dancing Pigs. Yes, I wrote Dancing Pigs situation, question mark. Mm-hmm. And this is, do you look these up or do you wait for me to read I, I don't. I, I wait for the, the reaction. Good. Uh, Good. I'm, I'm glad that you approve of my continued less yes. effort in this podcast than you. <laughs> yes, always, always. Uh, yeah. This is from Pigs in a Polka, okay. which is a 1943 Warner Brothers Mary Melodies cartoon. So that means nothing. But it seems to be that it's basically like a three little pigs situation. Yeah, I guess whenever I, th- I think of any of these, I just think of how this these are coming out like actually during World War Two. And I guess like we are also experiencing media during political events. But it's just odd to think of like the goings on in the world as this. Yes, this uh, these dancing pigs are being drawn. This will be very relevant in the next one, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. But yeah, so it's a it's a three little pig situation. I think we sleep. It's not it's not the boop universe. Yeah. We sleep. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. There's there's dancing involved as as mentioned, but not that exciting this one. Another thing, Alex, I wanted to mention is that so we open up this one with another good news, everyone. And here's what I'd like to do. Okay. You had talked about having a counter, and I was like, we've probably already missed some. <laughs> I think we should. When we notice it, add to our counter. And then at the end of the run, we see how close we are, because I'm sure there's a tally somewhere. Okay, so it's just the, I don't know what <laughs> what we're doing. I guess it's just showing our attention span, attention to detail of uh, can yeah. we can we pay attention to good news, everyone? Yes, because then also I think it will have the added benefit of people not writing into us to be like, you missed one. <laughs> That's true. Although I would take that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> It would let us know if people are listening and they're invested in our segment. Yes. But so to, for my money, this is number two with a question mark. <laughs> okay. And yes, and this is a delivery has arrived. Farnsworth has this this box. He shoots a trank into it. We will soon learn what is in there. But what he says he, he might win a Nobel, Nobel Prize from this. Yes, yeah, so he's like, oh, I have to take it to my own office at Mars University. And they're like, oh, well, like, in what field would you win the Nobel Prize? And he goes, I don't care. It all pays the same. Yeah. <laughs> so very good. I had an old yeah. co-worker whose father won a Nobel Prize. And I think that they were very rich. And I think yeah. that I think that there was some, like, inferiority stuff going on. Or, like, there was a lot to live up to of, like, your father has won a Nobel Prize. The long shadow of the Nobel laureate Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, fair. Yeah, so... They go to the Mars University campus. Fry, I, I did like this line from him. Like, back in the 20th century, we had no idea there was a university. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. Fry is becoming yes. endearing. Uh, like the, I feel like mm-hmm. once an episode, I laugh at him being incredibly stupid. Yes. And uh, the professor says that in those days, Mars was an uninhabitable wasteland, much like Utah. But unlike <laughs> Utah, it was eventually made livable. Yeah, I wrote down knowledge brings fear. Is, was that there the university's motto? I believe so, yes. Yeah, yes. that's pretty good. Have you ever been to Utah? I have been to Utah, Arches National Park, great park. We visited Salt Lake City. Like I feel like when when I was like 12 or 13, we did this trip to Arches and then visited 
Salt Lake City. I didn't really know what was going on other than like, man, this church seems different than other <laughs> churches that I've seen. Uh-huh. Um, but that's all that's all I all I really have. <laughs> didn't didn't strike you as a wasteland. <laughs> no, no, not too bad. Have you been to yeah. Utah? No. Not like New Jersey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I have never been to Utah or, or New Jersey. That's not true. I've been to Newark, so. <laughs> yeah. It's about what you would expect, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so this is, yeah, this is where we meet Bender's old fraternity, <laughs> Epsilon Row Row. Yes, which is that a an error joke, I thought, with their, the letters are E-R-R, and it's, you know, yeah. the robots are experiencing errors or something. Error. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Something like that. Yeah, he says that he majored in bending and <laughs> minored in robo-American studies. Yeah. Both are funny. One, that bending is a major, and, if, and mm-hmm. he is perfectly suited to that. Yes. And again, as, as we've already flagged a couple of times, but we get the whole bit of like, there are nerds that need help. Yeah. And so Bender is going to try to make them cooler because he's like got a... His reputation precedes him, where at one point he just like... Threw a giant party or something and stuffed a bunch of humans in a phone booth. A <laughs> yeah. lot of whom were children. A lot of them were children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love uh, as they walk into Epsilon Row Row, two computers are playing chess and it's the very start of the game. And the the first player says mate in 143 and the other one's like, oh, dang it. <laughs> yeah, you win again. Yeah. yeah. I love that one of them is called Gear Shift. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Bender's like, all right, I'll help you. And one of his requirements is that he's going to need a continuous tape of Louis Louis. <laughs> I wrote that down too, which again, it's like literally the exact same jokes as The Simpsons. I just picture the Homer with the with the bricks that he steals from the children's orphanage to make his <laughs> to make his table with Louis Louis playing. Yeah, true. Oh my God. Yeah. If I think of it, I'll put a small clip of Louis Louis at the end of this episode. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is unhinged. My number one association with Louis Louis is the video game Donkey Konga, which was... <laughs> did you ever play this? No. Or know what this is? It is like Nintendo's answer to Guitar Hero, where it was a rhythm-based oh game, but instead of a guitar, you bought this giant plastic bongos where you could play the bongos <laughs> and then also clap and then also yell into a microphone. And Louie Louie was one of the songs on Donkey Konga. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. I don't know what I associate Louie Louie with the most. I know we sang a parody of it at church camp. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember any of that? Pharaoh, Pharaoh. (laughs) Pharaoh, Pharaoh. (laughs) I didn't know about church camp. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much your only option out east is like you go away for a week and it's like a church situation. But it's just like any other camp. You have to go to church every day. And that was the worst part. And and sing Pharaoh, Pharaoh. That's that's the two requirements of going to church every day and singing Pharaoh, Pharaoh. I was just looking at the Wikipedia article about Louie Louie, and it says there's a bunch of stuff about like a synthesized version of Louie Louie. It's like the album was reissued in 1997 with additional remixes that along with the original heavily influenced the Futurama theme song. Interesting. I could see that. Yeah, it's cool. Anyway, I feel like it gets a lot of play in a lot of shows. Yeah. Yeah, and then this is where Fry finds out that he only has as much education as a high school dropout instead of a college dropout. So they're like, oh, we all know that 20th century universities are just fancy daycares or expensive Yeah, the level of education has risen so much that he is no longer Mm -hmm. even a a college dropout. 
Yes. And he's like, what? I want the respect of a college dropout, which is funny because now it seems like college dropouts are often overly respected. (laughs) Yeah. Like really celebrated. (laughs) Yeah. So that's actually saying something if he can't be considered a college dropout anymore. Yeah. I did like the flashback to his college, which was Coney Island College, which was just like on a boardwalk. (laughs) Like the guy is like, like trying to get him to come into the tent. Yeah. Step right up. Who wants to learn physics? Yeah. Yeah, and, And I like that they also issued him a certificate of failure to graduate. Yeah, I laughed at that too. So then he's like, okay, I'm going to enroll here and drop out again. And Lula's like, you won't last two weeks. And he's like, nah, thanks. The enrollment line, I love that the Z line is like the longest with every alien imaginable having to line up for (laughs) because their name starts with Z. Yes, I famously am at the end of the alphabet and spent a lot of time at the end of the line for things. Did you ever have like days where your teachers went back to front? Yes, people often ask me this and I don't think that they remember (laughs) that that only ever happened for bad things. So it was never like... It, it was never like, this time we're going to go start at the back of the line and you can get pizza first. It was like, today we're going to start at the back of the line and you can give your book report first. <laughs> I think that's that's an- anecdotal. Like, that would be a massive <laughs> conspiracy theory if that was always bad. <laughs> I don't think they meant to do it, but it certainly felt that way. It would be like, okay, for this particular thing, for the first time ever, we're going to go backwards. Yeah. And I'd be like, God damn it, like, I don't want to this time. <laughs> but it is how I found myself in a microelectronics class in my grade 11 course curriculum because every other elective was full oh my god (laughs) they just went a to z for Mm -hmm. elective choice yeah that's right yeah all the grade 12s go first because they need to get into their stuff to graduate and then the grade 11s go and it just goes a to z and Mm -hmm. i was at the very end what sort of of microelectronics did you learn about i made a very tiny calculator that went up to nine that's cool but yeah so so anytime anyone i have several engineers in my life electrical engineers <laughs> yeah. and i'm always like please like how many of these little resistors did you play with in grade 11 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes i was able to get the lights to turn on nice. <laughs> <laughs> very exciting but yeah anyway so we get a bit of a situation here where we get introduced to the competing fraternity of very fancy like yale type snooty a snooty house yeah yeah <laughs> Yes, right. So Bender and the gang, they fall on top of the servants' quarters. <laughs> yeah. Who are the guys from Social Network? Winklevoss? Or is that the crew team? I don't know. Probably. Oh, no. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I never saw the Social Network. Oh, really? It's, it's very good. Yeah. There's like very snooty, uh, you know, Boston prep kids that are mm-hmm. that are crew, that, that do crew. Sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Fry gets his new dorm, and I did like him being like, oh, it's like pretty big for a single. It has two beds and two desks, and and a woodpecker, because someone knocks on the door, and the woodpecker really killed me. Yeah, very dumb Fry again. Somehow, yeah, I'm really liking it this episode. Yeah, somehow not annoying, and it turns out that his new roommate is Gunter, who is the, or Gunter, however you want to say it, who is the (laughs) artificially intelligent monkey that the professor has given a tiny hat to, and the source of his intelligence is the, like, electronium in his hat. Yeah, this is a little, like, flowers for around, what is it, Algernon? Mm -hmm. Uh, Algernon. Yeah, he's, like, he's intelligent, but he's a little bit cursed with his intelligence. That's right. Have you read that book? I don't know if I, I... I know enough about it to be able to successfully mispronounce it, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I I recommend it to people a lot. I feel like it holds up. Yeah. Okay. Do we like the monkey? I don't like the monkey. Yeah. I also don't (laughs) like the monkey, but I feel like they don't want you to like the monkey. 
I think that's right. And and that's why you're supposed to feel bad for him at the end. Yeah. But what do I have in my notes here? So he's like, yeah, in my notes, it just says Gunter is terrible. But <laughs> he's just such a jerk where the professor is like, oh, yeah, like it's his electronium hat, which harnesses the power of sunspots to produce cognitive radiation. <laughs> and it turns him into this guy where he's like, he's very snooty. And he says, he tells Fry he doesn't like bananas. He only likes banana flavored energy bars made from tofu. <laughs> Uh, he, yeah, he's very mean to Fry. I wrote down Marcel for all of the all of the friends viewers of Marcel mm. being like the horrible monkey that Ross owned for like mm-hmm. either in the first or second season, like when friends didn't really know what what it was doing, and like mm-hmm. it's pretty universally hated. So <laughs> apparently, David Schwimmer hated that monkey a lot. Yes, I mean, who wouldn't? I wouldn't want to work with the monkey. <laughs> no children or animals. Yeah. Yeah. I also had written down the note where Fry... So Fry instantly hates Gunter. Like, <laughs> Gunter's like, oh, save your breath. Like, this idiot is never going to understand. And Fry just goes, I understood the word hat. And <laughs> yeah. From him. <laughs> I, I do... This is jumping ahead to the end, but I do like that when the hat gets squished, it starts to look mm. like a... Uh, it doesn't look like a top hat anymore. Yeah, it looks like a beret. Yes, I like that too. And it goes along well with what we will come to find out. So. Yes. <laughs> so they go to 20th century history class and the professor opens it. Not not our <laughs> beloved professor, but the professor of that class. He's like, look to your right, then to your left, then in nine other directions. <laughs> <laughs> One of you won't pass this class. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only way to get an A is to have lived in the 20th century. And then it turns out Fry is terrible at this anyway. Yeah, and he uh, is constantly getting shocked by the like <laughs> very cruel uh, system that this college has. Yes, yes, exactly. Did you ever take a like weed out class of a class that was notoriously difficult? I didn't take one that was like that, but my roommate in first year university, she was enrolled in the like school of business or whatever. And I remember even at the time, so right now I feel like I have tons of problems with academia where I'm like, they're too high on their own supply. They think they're way too important. Very self-important, very self-aggrandizing, and I don't care for it, said as someone getting their PhD. (laughs) From the PhD student? I mean, I think that's like most PhD students are like, what what are we doing here? Yeah, I think the system is extremely broken, but my first year roommate, she's like 18 years old, and she was like, oh my god, they told us that only like 10% of the class is going to pass, and I was like, what the hell's the point of this? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you terrorizing your students? Yeah. But yeah, I took took one class where the prof graded needlessly hard and then would be like... I'm going to curve it at the very end. So everyone ended up getting a pretty good grade anyway, but you spent the whole term being like, I got a 20 on this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit cruel. We skipped over a a line that I wrote down because of similar anti-academia sentiment, which was, where was it? It was about, like, I don't know how to teach. I'm a professor. Oh, yes. yes, yes, I have that written down, too, because Fry decides he's going to enroll in the professor's class, and the professor very intentionally made up the title of his course to be really complicated so no one would take it. Yeah, great strategy. (laughs) I'm a professor. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Yes. So then Bender and the robot house people, this is where we meet the crusty old dean. (laughs) Yes. Dodecatuple secret probation. (laughs) (laughs) I love that the dean, like, is monologuing to himself of how he loves Mm -hmm. peace, quiet, and respect. Yes, and the respect I receive. Yeah. And he's like, and now I must return to the one thing that keeps me sane, my model ship. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever a human corpse is desecrated, robot house. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes, I do like also, so... They're put on probation, whatever. And then we cut to the professor's class that Fry hasn't actually shown up for, but the professor is still teaching it. And he's like, therefore, by process of elimination, this electron must taste like grape aid. (laughs) (laughs) We get maybe a bender catchphrase because it shows up in this episode and the next one of cheese it. Yes, yes. Cheese it. That sounds right. Then there is a reception 
for parents' night or something. And the professor, it seems very unwise that the professor brought Gunter's parents yes, in a cage. Yes, I don't know what he was doing. Very misguided, it seems like. Uh, initially, I had it in my mind that Fry had tracked them down. But right, no, sabotage. the professor brought them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, but yeah. the professor brought them and Fry just lets them out of their cage. <laughs> What's that? They're flinging at us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. All over the Dean. Yeah. Uh, yes, Fry likes these monkeys. <laughs> yeah, I, I will note more Wong action, which continues to not be great. This is, but I guess it is in the in the pilot of the of the show we learned about the Wongs being like donors mm-hmm. to to Mars University. I feel like, and so we saw the yeah. Wong library, and then the Wongs are at this at this reception. So yeah, so back in the room, because Gunter ran out of here because his parents were being so embarrassing. And this is where we find out that Gunter is actually very sad and secretly really likes bananas. <laughs> and he's sad because the hat doesn't make him happy. And really, he's just like his parents. Yeah, I have. you're not like other monkeys. You have the hat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I also had written down that he's like, the professor's like a father to me. He's like, but he's not your father. That guy in the punch bowl was your father. <laughs> yeah. Poor monkey. It is very yeah. sad. So Fry puts it in his head that he should go back to the jungle, and this is going to really torment him for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, we see him really kind of losing his mind as he's taking the big test that, that I love that Fry is copying off of uh, <laughs> Gunter's banana drawings, and they're like just mm-hmm. slightly worse banana drawings. Yes, exactly. And so he throws himself out the window and runs off into the jungle, and Fry, Leela, and the professor go to find him. And it's pretty good that the professor gets really mad at Fry for putting it in his head that he should leave. And he's like, after I spent months slaving over a hot monkey brain. <laughs> yeah, I have, why, why, why didn't I break his legs? Yes. <laughs> yes, very good. And at the same time this is going on, there is also a raft regatta happening yeah. where the dean is like, oh, any house that wins the regatta, any secret probation that they were on goes away. <laughs> and also they will have a parade in their honor and I have to be the grand marshal. Yeah, it really seems to be setting himself up for disaster here. I don't know how he got roped into yes. this. Yes. So then they find Gunter and they decide they're going to do that thing where you like make the dog pick between the two. Yeah. And it's like you have to pick between the hat and a banana. And we have the professor being like, consider the metaphysical implications. And then Fry's just going, banana, banana, banana. banana, banana. So then Robot House, they go floating by because they think they've discovered a shortcut. And their moves or whatever drag everybody into the water. And Gunter has to rescue them. Yeah, so Gunter is hatless at this point, and so it's a yes. it's a big scene of him the suspect trying is hatless, to... hatless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good call. Um, but yes, I, I love that Gunter has to is trying the hat on, and Fry uh, Fry can't help but laughing when he puts on his butt. Yeah, <laughs> stupid monkey. <laughs> but yes, then he puts it on his head, and hat goes on the head. It's also obvious. And then he rescues them, but then he is about to fall to his death, and decides he's like oh maybe i'm just better off this way and then he starts to reconsider but then he plummets down the waterfall and everyone assumes that he's dead but in fact he landed on the hat and then his fall i i don't know what mood i was in as i was watching this this episode or maybe i was just like very tired and like not thinking critically but my note was save but gunter feels like there's no place for him in the world falls to his death like i, I just bought that like the, oh, yeah the monkey just died <laughs> thought you were gonna say you were like openly weeping at the loss of gunter <laughs> no no i just like very with no remorse was like well that monkey's dead now he's dead now yeah <laughs> let's go gather him up yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. So, yes. So then they find him and discover that, again, his hat broke the fall. And now, as you mentioned, Alex, it is basically a beret. It's operating at half capacity. And now he feels happy. And he just wants to be a monkey of moderate intelligence who wears a suit. So he's going to business school. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe shade at your business school roommate from. uh... Yeah, true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But probably better for Gunter. I feel like Gunter is going to be a lot less annoying now that he has lower intelligence. Yes, agreed. Do you know if Gunter ever shows up again? I do, yes. I can't oh. remember when, but he will make a reappearance. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, And I'm pretty sure it's in one of the second releases. Okay. Second or third releases. Sure, they're, they're, they're going back to the Gunter well, or they don't know what to do yeah. anymore, so it's just bring back the monkey. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Much like Marcel. Like, let's revisit this. Yeah. Well, several seasons later. But, Gunter's yeah, so... going to be a great contestant in Futurama Brand Steel, where I can <laughs> refer to him oh disgustingly God. as uh, the monkey the entire time, much like the dog. The dog, yes. No <laughs> respect for Santos. <laughs> for anyone who's interested, go check out our Survivor Brand Steel, Simpsons Brand Steel, whatever. Yeah. Over on Simpsons, I don't know. Very good episode. But uh, yes, as expected, Robot House wins the regatta. They are no longer on academic probation, and there is a parade held in their honor, <laughs> led by the dean. Yeah, and they do the uh, the classic Animal House ending of like the freeze frames describing what happens to everyone. Did any in particular stick out to you? Fry successfully dropped out. Gunter became the Fox Network's president. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down that one. Anyway, that's that episode. Uh, any any big takeaways? Interesting episode. I think like maybe maybe interesting because it's a little bit divisive. Like maybe Gunter being an annoying monkey is a good thing because it's like oh that's like that's something that's new. Yeah, fair. Uh, who do you think are the winners and losers of this episode? I'll say Gunter is the winner. I feel like mm-hmm. not becoming a monkey, but retaining some intelligence. It's like mm-hmm. pretty much as good as he could hope for. Yeah, fair. I think maybe I will say Bender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got to be really cool, won the regatta, helped some nerds. That's true. It's all very positive for him. And he stays out of all of this monkey stuff. That's true. Yeah, it's nothing to do with the monkey stuff. Monkey business, if you will. Do you think that's what Gunter does now that he has his MBA? Monkey business? <laughs> he has monkey business, yeah. <laughs> Some gentle comedy. Yes, you think the <laughs> dean is the loser? I mean, just like total self-inflicted wounds of like agreeing to this regatta, agreeing to the parade. Um, mm-hmm. Very short-sighted. Yeah, so- I think I will give my last spot to the professor because he, mm-hmm. his big experiment sure. now is just like a, a an MBA grad. He <laughs> gave up on his dreams of being a super genius. He's probably going to lose the Nobel Prize, although I think he should still get it even if the monkey is only moderately intelligent. Like he got an MBA and now is president of the Fox Network. So that yeah. still seems worthy. But so he lost his dreams as far as that goes. And he had to teach. So what a nightmare. He, he did have to teach. What a true nightmare. <laughs> yes. So, amazing. And then next week's episode is called When Aliens Attack. So, Alex, what are your predictions? I guessed that it was going to be a War of the Worlds spoof. I mean, pretty basic mm-hmm. title of aliens are obviously going to be attacking. But yeah, I went with another like spoof direction, mm-hmm. which I guess we will see if how accurate that is. Yes, that's right. So is there anything you want to plug? Rate and review the podcast. We got another rating. Do you have that yes. up, Lindsay? Yes, it's from Toby. And Toby apparently is a horse girl, which I love. So thank you, Toby, for giving the five-star rating and for the lovely review. So nice. Toby says they would like us to rank every episode. Actually, I guess they said ranking every episode may be too hard, but I'd love for you guys to do an episode at the very end, at the end of every season where you rank every episode by season. I think that's doable. I mean, certainly oh, for I the see. first like season. Within the seasons. Yeah. Got yeah. It. yeah. yeah. Um, I could do that. 
Yeah, that seems doable. We can make a whole, you and I can rank separately and we can see where the difference is between them. All that will be good. Yeah. I don't know if we need to do a whole episode of it, but maybe we can do talk it through. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we could do it. I think maybe at the end of our season two coverage, we can go back and quickly do season one. Right. Because we are because we're going with Hulu order, <laughs> which is yes. we're now officially we are firmly in season, in season two. two. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. So thank you, Toby. This is awesome. Yes. So yeah, go uh, go review more. Uh, we have six ratings over on the US iTunes, at least one or two on good old Canadian iTunes. And then mm-hmm. if you've rated us on some other platform, let us know because uh, we are slowly counting up to our 50 reviews so we can purchase a hypothetical cameo from a voice yes. actor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, incredible. So yeah, and you can find me over on BoJack HorsePod. I think by the time people are listening to this, we will maybe be up to... Duke and Birdie, possibly, or we will have just done a feedback episode on Bojack Horseman, but all of the episodes are there. So go check it out. There's an entire back catalog for you. And you can also hear me right now on Post Show Recaps talking about what we do in the shadows all summer long. That's very exciting. Grace is awesome. Yeah. I, I have Hulu to be watching this Futurama stuff. And so I was thinking, oh, maybe I should go check out what we do in the shadows. You absolutely should. It's so funny. We were recapping the first three seasons last night. We just did like a supersized episode of all three seasons. And it was so much fun. It was so hard not to just be like, and then this line was yeah. funny. And this line was funny. <laughs> the old podcasting comedy shows of just like, yeah, then yes. this is good. The classic problem. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. So rate, review, send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know you're out there. And we will see you next week for season two, episode three, When Aliens Attack. Bye, everyone. Yeah, yeah.